Welcome everybody to the Ron and Craig show. I'm Craig and I'm Ron and today's guest Ron who I noticed on a McKinney Dodge commercial a lot of folks have seen especially here in the southeast is uh, South Carolina area is with us today. Her name is Amy Simon. She has worked as a spokesperson TV host and model nationally and internationally for 20 years. She also does acting voiceovers workshops lives in Raleigh, North Carolina. Amy, welcome to the show. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Wow. Did they miss anything? I mean, that was a lot. That was a pretty long. Yeah. What else do I need to uh, add to that list of uh, uh, things you do? Mom, I'm a mother. Of, I'm a single mother of a 17-year-old that's heading off to college. Oh, my God. Bless you. Did a little bit of work when she was younger for, you know, Disney, Bed Bath & Beyond, Toys R Us, stuff like that. She actually did a film that you can find on um, IMDb. But as she got a little older, she didn't want to do it. Wow, really? So the, she just got tired of... Uh, All the success her mom's having. <laughs> she just wasn't interested. She was such a cute little girl. She was great. She was a natural, but she just didn't want to keep doing it. She does her own thing. She's a, she's into sports. So oh, that's great. Player. What's she going to school for? She is thinking that she wants to go into nursing. Okay. Oh, wow. Well, she can always fall back. My on mother, things my, my mom mother was does. a nurse for like um, 46 years. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. That's good, right? Hey. All right, so, Amy, before we ask you some questions, um, could you, for those that don't know you and probably have seen you and don't realize they saw you, uh, who are some of the name companies that you've done work for, either as a spokesman, TV host, or modeling, or even voiceover or acting? What's some that people might notice? I noticed you on the McKinney Dodge commercial, which is local here to us. McKinney Dodge, you know, I actually started over 20 years ago in um, Cincinnati, was where I first got my agent, first agency there. Um, so I do voiceover for a, a local car dealership here. Um, I would say one of my bigger clients and one of my best jobs were for, was for Carnival and Princess Cruise Lines. I hosted a, a show that only aired on the ship. So if you actually took a cruise, you would see it, you know, in right. the room In-house, or on yeah. the ship. So that was a lot of fun. I used to shoot a lot for Walmart, um, Bed Bath & Beyond, Disney. I've done a few videos for Disney. I've done a couple independent films. Um, I worked on CSI Miami for probably three years. But What did you do there? I was a stand-in. I wasn't on the show. I was yeah. a stand-in for Emily Proctor, who is actually from Raleigh. Oh, wow. Um, which is really weird because I, I had never even been to Raleigh and had no plans of moving to Raleigh, but here I am. Oh, wow. Um, so I got to meet her, and she just had this cute little accent, and I'm like, where do you live? And she's like, Raleigh. So then I moved here. I'm like, nobody talks like that, so where did she get this <laughs> accent? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, she might have been from Raleigh, but originally she was probably from uh, Spivey's Corner or somewhere like that. Or, uh, I don't know. Uh, the the accent's going dumb. away, though. Some people And some people manufacture it more. You know, you'll talk Maybe to they do, because I grew up in Kentucky, and I don't have an accent at all, but 20 minutes away in Campbell County, everybody talks like this. Uh, like, yeah. You live, <laughs> you live 20 minutes away. Why are you talking like that? I, well, I, I grew up in Atlanta, and uh, I speak the way I do because all the Yankees came down and moved in around us, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. and, um, so they I, take over everywhere, don't they, on the Oh, Yankees? they do. They do. <laughs> They did. I mean, wasn't there enough room? Wasn't New York okay? Anyway, but uh, they all come. Um, they came down the first wave, I guess, when I was in elementary school and stuff. 
and uh, you're right, literally 20, 30 minutes away, people are talking just like, I mean, I can do it if I need to, right? You know? I mean, yeah. if you put me on the spot and you say, hey, look, me and my friends don't like you, you know, I can say, well, I don't know why that is, Jasper. You know, I can get right back. But, uh, and I grew, and I went every summer down to Yuli. But, I, I, yeah, I know what you mean. It's like that accent thing comes and goes. And yeah, Craig, give me the look because I'm talking too much. No, you're doing fine. I'm just was showing you <laughs> what's next on the agenda. Ron, will you explain how we do our questions? Uh, oh, yeah. So, okay. Um, Craig, like, uh, he has to have so many things done. Like, you know, it's very, very, like, number-oriented. And uh, so the way we get got to a compromise here was I said, okay, the uh, guest pick a number, and they don't know what the question is. Uh, we got 17, 17 but that wow. doesn't count for the ones that may spin off of the 17. And uh, if, okay. if we get uh, going too long, we'll, speed, we'll do a speed round. All right, Amy, from 1 through 17, if you'll pick a number. I'm going to pick 17 because that's how old my daughter is. Oh, oh that's okay. a good one. Good I like to know the reasons why they pick some of them, even if they just go, no reason. All right, 17, <laughs> what's been the hardest thing for you in your career? is not knowing why we didn't get a job. Um, we oh, may have had man. a great audition. We thought we nailed it. We were memorized. We looked good. We knew we were going to get it, and then nothing. You get, you don't get an email. You don't get a reply. So no a lot of rejection. Else. There's a ton of rejection. In fact, when I was in Miami um, auditioning all the time, I had another actor that was on CS. CSI Miami friend of mine that said, if you're getting one out of 20, you're doing good, you know? Yeah. So I think it was just, there was just a few of those that I really, really wanted and didn't get them. And you just, you never know why it was like, oh, well, we wanted brown hair instead of blonde or you were too tall or too short or too, you know, yeah. you don't know. It can drive you crazy. That's why we all have a saying and we just say next. All right. Did I mention we had 17 questions? All right. All right. Pick another one if you would, please, Amy. Number two. Number two. All right. Number two is what is next for your career, or are you already doing what's next? Well, um, like you guys mentioned, I have started doing modeling and acting workshops for kids through adults that want to get into modeling and acting. They don't know where to start. It's for beginners. Um, I try to help them get an agent. Of course, there's no guarantees. I'm not an agency. So I can good. Um, I'm help sorry, I don't want to interrupt. Good, that's great. <laughs> no, because yeah. you know, you know why, right? You know, a lot of these agencies are just there to tell people everything's going to be okay. You know, they tell them what they want to hear, and they don't really help them. You know, and sometimes, and then sometimes, you know, um, agencies are great. You know, of course, you know the people that are working are happy. It's mm -hmm. the people that aren't working that are happy. All oh, right, no, I didn't mean that against agencies. I just meant like. There's a certain type of agency, especially in modeling and so, acting. There's some schools out there that, you know, cost money, a lot of money. And, um, you know, I, I'm not going to name any names. I'm just going to say that there's things that I offer in my workshop that are very similar. Mm -hmm. um, I'm here to help people. I'm not here to scam anybody. And I'm here to, like, make it as easy as possible. And also be truthful and honest with them that, like, hey, this probably – isn't going to work for you, but might, you might want to try photography or makeup or hair because there's a lot of ways to be on a set and be in production and not be in front of the camera. 
there's plenty of models that transition into photography or hair and makeup. Yeah. So Amy, so Amy, in your workshop, you do it in Raleigh, correct? I do. And it's actually in Fuquay. Fuquay, Fuquay Varina. Fuquay Varina. Uh, oh, I, I know yeah, Fuquay I live, Varina. Yeah. Yes. I live just outside of Raleigh. So Fuquay is actually a little bit closer to me and I, doing a workshop in a studio there. I mean, it's not permanent, but that's where I'm doing it right now. And, um, and it's what, a six-week session? How does it, or a one-day workshop? No, actually, these are just a, a one-day workshop. You come in, and um, this next one is going to be a runway workshop, and I'm um, teaming up with uh, 1998 Miss North Carolina, and she's actually going to help me with that. We're bringing in a um, bridal boutique owner so she can talk about what she wants um, looks forward models for her bridal mm. shows because there's a lot of bridal shows around here. Okay. Um, and then we also do a photo shoot, so they're going to get a headshot out of it, and I help them pose and move and get the right shot for them. And then if they want to pursue it, it's kind of up to them because, you know, I had a couple kids in my last workshop that, I mean, could be models tomorrow, and I followed up with them. And that's another thing I do is I follow up with them like a couple weeks later and I'm like, well, did you read out, reach out to this agency? And, and they're like, no, I'm like, Oh my gosh, you're leaving money on the table. Like, why aren't you doing this? You can't make anybody do anything. It's like, if they don't want to do it, I can't. No, help no. Them. If, yeah. if they want to pursue it, they will. And you know, I have a guy right now, he's 60 years old. He's retired from his, you know, working in the news industry for uh, 30 years or whatever. And he has always wanted to try acting and modeling. And so he reached out to me. Um, he found me through a photographer that I had shot with here in Raleigh. So he reached out to me. We met twice. And he's just like, oh, my gosh, the stuff I have learned from you in, you know, two hours, because I also do one-on-one -on -one coaching. In two hours, he's like, you saved me so much time and money and effort. And he met with an agency in Charlotte, and they want to sign him. And he oh, just said, wow. That Yes. That's pretty good. So before, so for those listening, uh, and we'll move on, your workshop, you can teach acting, modeling. Are those the main two? Um, I'm going to be doing a workshop for voiceovers. Okay. Um, hey, there also, you go. Yes. And I also, because I'll be working with a studio in Raleigh for that, where they can get a little um, commercial, like a fake commercial edited and produced. So they'll learn how to do that. I'm also going to do one. For beginners, how to audition for commercials, just the very basics. Ron, so I think we could do a workshop, Ron, and learn a lot from this. So we may have to go up there and, and uh, do a workshop. Not the <laughs> runway, but. I, I think I was thinking runway workshop. No, hey, but model. Runway. I know. Well, I, I don't know if you've seen me spin and turn, but uh, we have to, I'm not going to brag. I'm just going to say. Ron, the word is pivot, like she said. So is it uh, the voiceovers, do y'all do demos? Do y'all create demos or have somebody that can do that once they, or y'all just teach I how do. it works? I have somebody that is actually, well, uh, Matt, the guy that I'm meeting with, that's the, that wants to get into uh, modeling and acting. He has a couple little videos that he wants to edit together for his demo reel because a lot of, um, when you submit for auditions, they're going to want to see something. And sometimes they want to see a demo reel. And he's like, how can I do this? Are you talking about for a voiceover? Yeah. No, this one is for acting. Acting, yeah. yeah acting. So I connected him with a guy that is going to do a, um, a demo reel for him. It's literally he's going to have like a 45-second demo reel right now, but that's okay. Once he gets more work, he can build it up and make it look 
you know, look better. But for now, he's only going to have three, you know, three things right. in there. And that's, then that's okay. He's just well, 45 seconds of looking professional well, also, better than, than two, you know, yeah. five minutes of looking there. Well, you need a demo with voiceovers, acting, all of those, because when you submit demos for that. And also, uh, when you're trying to get a demo, you can have demos made, or you can just do a lot of student films or short films for free and use that to add to a demo. They like to exactly. see that. Exactly. So, yeah. which you just have to keep hustling to get them all in. All right, we're going to yeah. not, I know we could talk all night on this. Uh-huh. Yeah. I do, I do voiceovers. I do a Southern accent if anybody needs that. <laughs> but uh, I've done voiceover <laughs> training. I do a Southern that. accent, but only in bars. Only in one <laughs> fight. Only, only in a bar. Okay, Amy, so your next <laughs> number, what do you want to pick? Uh, four. Number four. What gig or job was a game changer for your career or a turning point that made that little light come on and go on, this is what I'm doing the rest of my life? Well, I would have to say um, there was a job that I got when I lived in South Florida. So I moved there, you know, maybe, oh gosh, 20 years ago. And, but then I went back to Kentucky, and then I went back to Florida. So anyway, um, I didn't even get my first agent in Miami until I was – like 26 and maybe a year or so after that um, I was doing like these just little commercials like almost like direct response commercials and they weren't really paying much at all but I was getting a lot of experience being in front of a camera Um, one of the guys you know one of the crew said hey they're um, they're getting ready to do like a 30 minute like infomercial type show and you should you know you should audition audition to host it and I'm like dude I have never done that I've never spoken on camera I don't even know how to do that and he's like well I think you'd be great at it you should audition I'm like okay you know I had no idea what I was doing I was petrified (laughs) scared to death no teleprompter it was all memorization and it was hot you know we were out it was just the camera guy and the director and I auditioned for it I don't even remember what I did but I auditioned for it and I just said look I'll do it for half as much as anybody else. <laughs> and they were like, and they were like, you're hired. I'm sure <laughs> so, they did. <laughs> so they hired me, paid me next to nothing. It was absolute rip off. Uh, they should have paid you. But I mean, they paid me, but it just was very little because we ended up shooting like 12 or 14 hours. Yeah, days. you had no idea what you were agreeing to, did you? You had no, no idea. It was a good experience, but that was a turning point. So. On that show, though, which is why I did it, um, I learned how to host, and I learned how to talk about products, and I I learned about angles and camera and voiceover and all this stuff. So basically, I was getting paid training, you know, learning how to do this. And I I did that show for about a year, and um, but that kind of led into the, you know, obviously the on-camera speaking. And I do have to give a shout out to Brad Davis at Marquee Casting in Miami, because just one day, you know, out of the blue, he called me and, you know, he's a big casting director in Miami. And he just said, I have a client. It's a Hyundai dealership in Alabama and they need a spokesperson. And I think you'd be good for it. And I'm like, I, I've never done a car commercial. I don't know how to do that. And he's like, well, come in to the office and I'll work with you. So I went in there on like a Saturday on his day off and he worked with me for like two hours. Um, to get this car commercial and he just kept going over and over and like helping me do this so I would get it and I booked it and I was not good at all because I didn't realize like when you're wearing like the mic 
two inches from your mouth that you shouldn't yell or scream when you're <laughs> doing these commercials. Right. So, you, I mean, I ended up booking it, and they flew me up to Alabama. They got me a hotel. I was on 20 billboards, and I did this for like a year. But when I first started out, we'd be on the car lot shooting. Well, the camera guy's 20 feet away, so I'm thinking, like, I have to yell. Oh, yeah. And oh, I see. Yeah. He's like, you don't. You don't have to yell. You have a microphone on. It's right on you. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. That's funny. So, but that's a, a case where, you know what, I happen to be really cute and easy to work with and, like, sweet. So they're like, whatever. We'll just hire her. You <laughs> <Yeah>. know? <laughs> and um, kind of went from there. And I'm really thankful for those two opportunities that were, like, I don't know, 14, 15 years ago. And um, that kind of. So Brad Davis helped you get to that one car dealership and he never expected anything in return ever i would try to give him like you know a gift card for christmas and he'd give it back to me because i was a single mom and he was like no no you keep it and he'd always give it back to me and also sometimes you know i'd have to take hannah on auditions with me and she would go there with me and he would like let her run the camera you know, let her tell, you know, call action. And just oh, wow. But she loved that. Right? He was so sweet to her. And he'd always give her snacks and whatever. I'll never forget that because he did not have to do that. Still have agents in Miami. I just did an audition for an infomercial for an exercise thing. And I just turned that in last night at like 10 o'clock last night. And awesome. My agent texted me today and she said, can you send us some pictures of what you look like, you know, right now, full body shot. And I was like, look, I'm not a fitness model. <laughs> so <laughs> if, you need, if you need a fitness expert and model, that's not me. If you need a spokesperson, I look pretty good on camera, but I'm not a, you know, I don't have six pack abs or anything. Right. So, and the shoe's in two weeks, so I don't have time to take I have a keg. I'm weeks. working on a keg. Yeah. It's a different yeah, well. it's a different type of uh, thing, you know, but it's all solid. Now you you have <laughs> been solid. Amy, it's, you've been single for a while then. I have. You know, um when I was in Florida and in my, you know, early thirties, that's when I was working all the time. So and I had my daughter, so I just either was working or with her gotcha. and I really kind of focused on that. And as you guys know, like time just goes by fast Yeah. and uh, all of a sudden you turn around and you're like, wow, where did 10 years just go? Yeah. Was that but a decade? That was a decade. Yeah. I don't, I know, but I was just happy to be working so much. I took every job I could get because in this business, you never know when you're going to get another one. Yeah. So I just, whenever they called me, Hey, shoot tomorrow. I'm like, great. You know, I just kept working as much as I could Unless it conflicted with her school or field trips, I never missed a class party, a school trip, uh, awesome. anything for my daughter. I never missed that, even for a job. A priority, so, you, it sounds like the priorities are right where they should be. Yeah, that's why she's oh, done I just, well. I love that. You know, I always tell everybody, even at parties in Miami and being on yachts or whatever, I said, you know, nothing compared to eating pizza and watching SpongeBob with my daughter. <laughs> that, that, you know what? And you are absolutely right. And that is true. And the... Real success, I think, is grasping that concept. That all this other stuff, no matter what it is, if it's money, if it's whatever, that can go away. And uh, ultimately it will. But you are going to be left with your, like with the people that love you and you care about. That's, what, yes. that's what's going to matter. My 83-year-old mother, uh, who had a stroke about seven years ago, eight years ago now, she uh, 
I'm probably wrong on that. I'm so wrong with years. Anyway, she lives with us, and uh, and so the roles have kind of reversed, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, I, now I know. I'm like, oh my gosh, I gotta be <laughs> nice to my daughter. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So she'll well, be nice to you when you get over. No, no, no exactly. Learn, exactly. you learn what's important, and you know, like it. And you're right. You're so right. Real joy comes from that. You know, because that's the, you can't get that back. And if you have a billion dollars, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, it, that those moments, you know, they're they're available to everybody, all along the spectrum. You know, so they're and, priceless. And I have right. a friend who's taking care of a dad who was not always around growing up. So it's uh, he's had to still show love, even in that. So yeah, it does help to uh, have a good relationship. Well, absolutely. I just went through that too with my grandma and. You know, she wasn't the most loving, sweet person, but <laughs> but I was there towards the end, and I would not trade that for anything. Absolutely. And, like, just the conversations that we had, and you start to realize as you get older, like, oh, this is why she acted like she did. Yeah, well, yeah, that was it. One of my first jobs, and it was actually on my birthday, I shot a commercial for Nickelodeon, and it was a SpongeBob commercial. But anyway. Oh, cool. So, and where was that shot at? Oh, in Miami. Like uh, in a studio or no outside on the street on the street. Kind of awesome. I'm not even sure what it was. Okay, I just wonder if you were at <laughs> Universal Studios or something like that. That's all. All right, so if you'll pick another number, we'll uh, number eight. Number eight. Okay, number eight is any regrets or anything you would do different. Yeah, um, I think my major regret is just not believing in myself more, and. Um, not believing when uh, there was one acting coach in particular that, you know, really tried to like call me and pursue me and be like, Hey, you know, you need to do this and that. Like you're a star. And I was just like, no, I'm not. I was so insecure. I, I just felt like I didn't know really what I was doing. I felt really, I just was really insecure. So what would you do different if you had to go back? Um, listen to him. Just listen <laughs> to him more. Take more so you brushed him off. Yeah. I kind of did. We're still friends, and he's out in L.A., and then, you know, there was another big modeling agency in Miami called Wilhelmina that is also, I believe, in New York and probably L.A. and Chicago. I'm not sure, but they wanted to sign me, and I didn't. I was just like, I don't I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not good enough, and I don't look like these girls. I mean, I was in Miami, like the most beautiful women in the world in yeah. Miami. Uh, yeah, I've been to South Beach. Yeah. I would go on, well, yeah, that's just walking down the street, go on some yeah. of these auditions, and I'm like, oh, my God, I, I think that girl's in Victoria's Secret catalog that I just, you know, and I'm like, what am I doing here? And I just didn't believe in myself, and I didn't really have a lot of support, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really have the encouragement and support from family or friends, really, and so that was a big factor as well. It oh. was like, why don't you get a real job? And you're, you know, why don't you be a mom? Ron, we hear that all the time, don't we? Well, define, like, define real first. Yeah. yeah. I just <laughs> didn't have any support. And yeah. I'm like, what am I doing? You know? And yeah, I think that's course, the reason. Oh, yeah. And then of course now years later that I'm still doing this, I make a living doing it. I have a home and a car and a kid that's going to college and, you know, I'm still working. I just had a photo shoot today in Winston-Salem. Yeah, that and that's the greatest thing is, um, you know, you you know what it is like to be a working actor, a, a working professional because you do it, you do it all the time, and uh, and that's one of the main reasons I think when we were looking at, I said, you know what, this is amazing. If you look at this person's career, 
they have just maintained it, you know, and it's constant. And that you don't see that a lot. You really don't. It takes determination. It takes hard work. You've got to, I mean, and so you should be proud. It's, it, I mean, really, because so many people would love to be able to do that as there is, you know, for it, like what they do, you know, and you're able to, and that's fantastic. Really appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, yeah, you know. that was good, Ron. Uh, I'm going to let you pick another Thanks, another number. <laughs> Why don't you pick a number? Okay. Oh, she turned the table. Okay, Amy, you're the not allowed to do The first one that. ever to do that. <laughs> you are the first. Yeah, the, the first table. ever to turn the tables. Go ahead, Craig. She said it. All right, Ron, you pick the number. Ron, right. since I'm staring at every number and I wrote these questions, why don't you pick the number then for her? <laughs> oh, Craig, Craig. Go ahead, Ron. Um, let's see. How about uh, we did seven, right? Do we no. do seven? You want okay. seven? Yeah, right, seven. Seven. Right. seven. Lucky what, seven. Number seven. What's the funnest and hardest about your career? Thing about her career? Yeah. What's okay. the funnest thing about your career? Or what's the hardest thing about your career? And you may have already answered that when you just talked about rejection, but what's well, the funnest I would, thing? I would say the the funnest thing is just like the, fo- the shoot that I had today, the photo shoot. And it was also video. And just meeting the new models and the people that you meet and actors that you meet on set sometimes are, it's just so fun and we have a great time. And the kind of the guy that I, I guess kind of paired up with today, we just had a lot of fun and we both, and he's been modeling all over the world, big fashion model, whatever. Great guy though. And you know, we both just kind of looked at each other and we're like, it's, we are really blessed to do what we do. And we're very thankful for each and every job. It's like, thank yeah. you, God, because it's just, and the crew was great, and the wardrobe, and the hair and makeup, and everybody was just wonderful. And I'm like, wow, I've just, this is awesome. And um, I, to be honest, a lot of crews are like that, and a lot of actors and models are like yeah. that. Everybody's genuinely pretty happy to be there. Right. Because... So you don't really get a lot of divas or a lot of attitude. You don't really, I, I've never really experienced that. I'm a lifestyle model, you know, I'm just a, yeah. you know, regular looking model, but the, um, I, I've never really, it's just, that's one of the, the best parts of it. Um, I guess the worst part, yeah, it's rejection, but yeah, it's kind of not knowing when your next job's going to come yeah. in. The uncertainty, that's what I would say. Is your yeah. agent going to call you, or <laughs> do they even like you, or what am I doing wrong, or, you know, stuff like that. I'd say that's probably the hardest part. Or, and we were talking about this today, or as soon as you book a uh, vacation or a plane ticket, that's usually when a job comes up every single uh, every time. Every single time. <laughs> yeah. Well, as every long day. as you didn't say the worst thing was the Ron and Craig show, we're all right. No, yeah. actually, that's been a lot of fun. You guys are crazy. Yeah, it's not over yet. I'm just telling you. All right. No, uh, since since you've uh, thrown this back at me, I'm going to call these numbers out for you. All right, uh, no, 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 Craig. No, come pick? on. Dude. You want her to pick it? All right. No. What are, uh, no. no I don't oh, care. Okay. Uh, right. I'll pick one then. Right. Okay. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna make Craig do something out of his comfort box. That's Ron, gotta I've, happen. You know what I've done? Prep this whole show. Go well, the, Craig, I know you've actually. I said out of your comfort box. Oh, okay. Which well, that means... won't be hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very small comfort box. Yes, it's <laughs> very very tiny. Whereas I have a like a pretty much a comfort state. But uh, Craig, yeah, Ron's wide open. All right, Ron, what's that number? What are we doing? Oh, here we go with the number. Uh, let's see. How about 11? All right, number 11. 7 come 11. Go ahead. All right. What do you wish you could do better? Eat. Eat. <laughs> eat, eat better. better. Yes. 
All right. Uh, we all probably wish that for us. Uh, Define better. What about in, but what about in your career? Is there something in your career you're like, man, I wish I could just do that a little better? Or are you comfortable all the way across the board? Um, I would say look better and eat better and be serious there. Because okay. I've always had an issue. I'm serious. Even oh. when I was younger, I've always had an issue with um, controlling that part and trying to be – I'll never be that super thin girl and I've always kind of wondered, like, I wonder what more jobs I could have gotten had I tried harder or worked harder. Because these, you have to understand, a lot of these models, uh, people look at it and go, like, oh, that's easier. Oh, I wish, if I was a model, you know, I could look like that, too. Or if, or if I just had a million dollars, I could look like that. These people dedicate hours a day in the gym. They eat extremely clean and healthy. Like, they really take care of themselves because their body is their product. You know, I've been around a lot of guys, you know, for instance, they, they don't eat carbs, you know, it's just, and they're like, they look phenomenal and girls that, you know, it's a lot of work. So for me, that's actually hard because I grew up in Kentucky eating fried food and pork chops and mashed yes. potatoes and cornbread, and I freaking love to eat. <laughs> so <laughs> it's very hard, especially when an agent sometimes will call me and like, you know, about a job or something i'm like do i have to wear a bathing suit because i just totally you know went to golden corral or something <laughs> golden you know? Cor- like, i love golden corral oh god they have really good beef stew there oh um, yeah oh they have like good everything grandma. what do you mean it's all good i go there because i feel better about myself i look around and <laughs> i am the hottest guy there you know what i mean yeah. i'm like yes <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. I tell everybody I'm winning. this. I'm winning it, in life. I'm winning. A gold, go to Golden Crow, right? If you so, take your bump, if you take your the drumstick and you stick it under the the uh, where the uh, chocolate comes down, yeah, right. Okay, if you were to do that at a wedding, people go, "What are you doing?" And, and people get really mad or something. Offended, right? yeah. At Golden Crow, they'll form a line. Really? That's the difference. Yeah, that's what. I, is this what? where we put? The, is this where we dip the chicken? <laughs> let, me, let me tell you, I, I, get, I eat about six of those yeast rolls. Like they're addictive. Uh, aren't they great, Ben? Uh, I think they're called they're carb so rolls. Uh, my question to God: When I die, I'm going up there. First question, I swear. First question: Not why are we here? Not you know none of that. No, why doesn't broccoli taste like ice cream? Why couldn't you have done that? <laughs> You could have done that. Ron, I thought you were going to say, why is it so hot in here? And I'm like, I'm just, I'm just kidding, Ron. I'm just kidding. You That's don't not care, true. Greg, and you never do. All right, let's do another uh, number, shall we? You pick one now. Let the let the guest pick Amy, one. Amy, please oh, pick okay. one. Okay. I guess number one. Have we said number one yet? No, we haven't. And if you say one that we've done, I'll tell you, and we'll skip to the next. All right. So number one is, what is your main talent? If you took every talent away, what's the one that's going to be your bread and butter? Well, that's hard to say because I'll be honest, as you know, as you get older, the jobs change. What does say so, for now? What the situation so for now? now? Um, you know, modeling is great because it's you don't have to talk and it's fun. And, you know, the only thing you have to worry about is, you know, not eating a bunch of stuff over the weekend or whatever. <laughs> but um, And the light and the light. But now if you're wearing regular uh, dresses or stuff, that's probably a lot easier than a bathing you know, suit. I've, I've never had an issue, but still, you can't show up. I mean, still, yeah. they're paying you to look a certain way. You better show up looking like that. You right, know? right. Well, they can edit so, things, but yeah, I know what you're saying. It's Craig's well, just Craig's projecting his dreams on you right now. That's what's happening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they can they edit, right? Edit too much. They can they edit. They can edit too much. You gotta. 
You gotta look the part. Oh, there'll so, be a lot of edits on this show tonight. Uh, no, God. I'm only kidding. All right, all right. So if you'll pick so another question, say, uh, you'll say well, modeling. I didn't get to say what my bread and butter. Yeah. I would say my number one thing is um, is being a spokesperson and spokesperson. hosting shows and infomercials and yeah, you videos. have that. You have that great voice. Really good at that. You have that great oh, voice. Thank you. I mean, and it's trustworthy too. You've got the right. It's, I don't know. It's the, what, what is I mean, it? I kept seeing her on the McKinney Dodge commercial, and um, I said, "Still didn't buy a Dodge, did you? I didn't did buy a Dodge. Dodge? No, okay. but okay. if I do, I know where I'm going. I'm <laughs> McKinney Dodge. All right, Amy, if you'll pick another number, please. Did ten? Did we do ten? No, we did not. Ten is who has helped you the most do what you do? Who has helped me the most? Well, I will say. Like, remember what I said that I, I really didn't get a lot of support, but probably 12 years ago or 13 years ago, I, I did date a guy and we kind of, we broke up and when we were breaking up for reasons, you know, whatever. Um, he just said, promise me you'll keep doing this because you're really good at what you do. And he was the only one that ever said that to me. Oh. And so to hear that from somebody and I was like, you really? And he's like, just keep doing it. You're good. Like, just stay with it you know because I, I seriously was getting some crap from people family and different things and yeah. he's like don't listen keep doing it and so that was um that was really big for me and like a turning um, point uh, was and then there was one other story um there was a church that i went to in fort lauderdale calvary chapel fort lauderdale and they were just getting ready to start a radio station and so i was going to try to volunteer or help out and i this is when I just started, you know, got an agent in Florida and all that. And I went to this guy that was the station manager. And um, it was one of those mega churches in Fort Lauderdale. And I just looked at him. And here I am, like, this broke single mom. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, am I supposed to keep doing this? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And he just kind of sat there for a minute, like, almost like he prayed, was silent. And he looked at me and he's like, keep doing what you're doing. You're going to be okay. Same thing that uh, the guy that was breaking up with you, or y'all well, decided to get. Well, you didn't break up with me. Yeah, <laughs> I knew she was going to say that. I get know. It straight. Have you seen pictures? Yeah, this guy broke up. I don't think hey, so. Okay. We haven't seen the picture <laughs> of the guy. I'm just saying. All right. I've, well. Okay. All right. So, Amy, you were breaking it off with him. So you were crushing his dreams, and he was helping you create your He's dreams. He's fine. Okay. He's doing just fine. He <laughs> She's keeping big business over She's in the West She's stalking him on Facebook. He's fine. She's stuck. Listen, no, I don't. I don't at all. All right, but so I move on. <laughs> so you were breaking yeah. it off with him, and then he was obviously very mature, just to turn around and go, "Hey, don't stop doing what you're doing." Uh, that yeah. was cool. That's kind I of a cool. I think he knew that I just I needed that encouragement, mm. and he knew that I wasn't getting it. And I he thought he would need encouragement after you said, "Hey, this isn't working out." But anyway, he's, he's so fine. He's very I'm sure. mature. I'm sure he is now. But anyways. That's pretty cool. And then the thank you, thank you very much, there, doctor. And we're, the, we're okay now. I and think. then the ra then for the radio, uh, I guess it was a pastor, someone you talked to um, at the church. No, he wasn't a pastor. He just was going to be the um, radio station manager. He oh, manager. Emailed me not not too long ago. He lives in Montana now, and he was okay. doing some video stuff. And he emailed me and was like, "Hey." But he kind of said the person. same thing that your friend said uh, that kind of encouraged you to m keep moving on. Um, he did, and we we stayed in touch, and he's still in production. Awesome. And he emailed me not too long ago and said, do you have access to a green screen there? You know, could you possibly do some work for us? And, and this oh. is years and years later. And 
that's one of the things too is I've worked with the same clients for 14, 15 years. Wow. And sometimes wow. it blows me away because some of these people I work with in Florida, I go, you know, I, I know you can just hire somebody right here. Like, why do you guys do this? And I'm like, because we know you're going to do a good job. Right. Like working with they you. know what they're getting. Yeah, we know. We know. And they, they're faithful. They, and they know you're good. So there you go. That's a, the Take biggest compliment I can ever get. So. I mean, that's great. 14 years. That's fantastic. A lot of people in this industry have a, you know, have a full-time job. They uh-huh. do this on the side. Right. And I've never done that. And But I will say that I'm, I'm very good with money. I'm a saver. I budget. And I, I know that I might not have a good month or two, so I have to be careful with that. So I've always done that. All right. Awesome. She teach you to look out, right? Okay, go, Craig. You're chomping at the bit. No, I'm just trying to get get to all the <laughs> questions real quick. All right, and what's your next number? Pick another number. I don't know. Did we already say three? I have no, no idea. No, we did not. See? Oh, Craig will know. Craig will know. You're good. Craig will know what number you've said, trust me. I'm not sure if we've uh, We need to get the, that uh, count whatever voice, that, that whole thing he does in the background. The Every count. time there's a number, so you, you can be happy. Oh, the sound effect. All right. So number three is what's your background and or your training? So I'm not sure if we, out of all the roads we've taken, if we've actually mentioned that. So uh, it sounds like uh, the School of Hard Knocks is where your training come in once we kind of talk. Pretty much. Didn't go to college and um, didn't have, you know, um, anybody helping me with, you know, classes or workshops or anything. I will say that when I was about 26 when I wanted to get into modeling and acting I had saved up some money I had no money I and I had saved up this workshop that I wanted to take it was called how to get in um, how to audition for commercials it was a weekend workshop and it was like $375 you know that many years wow, ago wow back then that is a lot back then it was a lot of money a lot now it was a two-day workshop it was like all day and there was maybe 10 students in the class or something. And so I had saved up this money and took this workshop. And the very first day I got there, I was petrified. I did not like being in front of people. I was extremely scared and insecure. And I would always wait till the end to have to, because everybody in class had to get up and do the skit or whatever. And I would always wait till the very end and hurry, get up there, hurry up and do something and go sit back down in my seat scared to death and Linda Zern who taught the class at the end of the class she pulled me aside and she just said um, I can give you your money back and I was like what do you mean and she's like well clearly you don't want to be here you're like scared to death you don't want to do this I'll give you your money back and she wasn't being mean she just saw the fear in me and I just looked at her and I said no I, I want to be here and she's like well come back tomorrow better and I was like okay and so I went home and I had to take a script home with me which is was actually a Hyundai car commercial Hmm. so I took the script home with me and I read over it and I was like I gotta do this like I want to do this I have to do this like God help me do this so I went back the next day I had to get in front of everybody 12 people in the class and her and um, to a lot of people out there that might not be a big deal to me it was a huge deal. I was like, why are people looking at me? What are they thinking of me? They think I'm an idiot. I'm awful. Like I just had all these thoughts going through my head, but I got up there and I did my Hyundai commercial and she just looked at me and she's like, what, what happened? And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, 
you're the most improved student I have ever had. <laughs> wow. Like, yeah. And I was like, well, I just, I told you I, I want to be here. And she's like, okay. So job. her doing that was probably the More best helpful. thing she could have done. Absolutely. She was a right. sweetheart. Like she didn't do that to hurt me. She do that. She did that. She knew I didn't have a lot of money and she was like, look, I don't want to take your money. You don't want to be here. Right. And I was like, yes, yes I do. And she's like, okay, well show me, you know, and, and she didn't have to do that. She could have just kept my money and was like, well, <laughs> you know, screw you. You've got my respect right away. I, it doesn't, I mean, because it is so hard to put yourself out there. I've done stand up comedy, which by the way is the hardest. That is far. the hardest thing. By Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's you and a bunch of people saying, make me laugh. And, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and it is hard because you, I mean, it, it, and also uh, acting and also uh, improv too. Uh, but by the way, you should take an improv class. That's always fun to do. I have, yeah. Over the years, I have. I, I love those. I mean, they're great. They're just, yeah. they're, that's where Man Ron the met. People in those classes. Yes, you do. That's where Man Ron met. By yeah, the way. well, yeah. you're right. It was Didn't a dark, stormy night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. Um, our next uh, number, Amy. Pick one. I guess fifteen. Fifteen. Yes. Uh, do you like sports? Yeah, of course. What do you like? I mean, I grew up playing um, softball and volleyball and basketball. My daughter was a basketball player. Um, I mean, I don't really watch professional sports. I'll watch some college. I'm excited to go to some of the football games at her college. But I'm not, like, great at any sport, but I can play most what, of them. What college is she going to? She's going to go to App State and Boone. Oh, App State, the mocks. Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> They offered me a wrestling scholarship uh, my uh, senior year in high school. App State? They, the App State. Wow. Appalachian. Mountaineers. Appalachian State. Mountaineers. Yep. And instead, I went to a little school named Campbell University. For two yeah, years. one of her friends went there. Uh, I went there for there. two years. Uh, it's another law. <laughs> and then I went to UGA. But well, I'm sure they'll see you on the alumni list. Uh, not Campbell. No. <laughs> or, or on the no. wall somewhere. No, on a wall. In the books, I'm sure you're somewhere in the books. They have a post office, so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, basketball, softball, and, of course, I'm sure you like the Kentucky Wildcats and college basketball. I, I did, and then um, I had a couple guys from my high school in Fort Thomas, Kentucky, that played football at UK. My twin, I have a twin brother that went to UK. Okay. And um, actually, we just lost one of our cake eaters. At our high school, we were called cake eaters. Don't ask me why, but we were also the Highlands Bluebirds. It's another show. And so he was our um, quarterback, and then he played quarterback, Jerry Lorenzen, at UK, and he was um, one of the top four, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the, in the SEC. He just passed away. He just passed No, just yeah. He passed was, away. Yeah. He was really, really, really big. Yeah. Um, how did you, how did you know him? You just he know him? He went to my high school. Oh, okay. No, he went to my high school, and I went, I, you Ronto. know, I kind of grew up in a smaller town, so everybody oh. knows everybody, and oh. he was very well-loved, and then I, actually at the time, I was dating a um, football player that played for the Giants that when Jared was playing for the Giants, and so I remember talking to him about that, and, you know, I didn't know him personally, but our whole town is just uh, devastated yeah. over his loss. So, but anyway, um, yeah, college football. Awesome. Uh, you know, I'll be watching some App State 
Epstein yeah. games. I'm looking forward to it. This is yeah. all new to me because I didn't get to go to co- I didn't go to college. So yeah, like, oh the, the, being a you know like a app, you're an app state mom. You're gonna have all those things and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I got the sticker for my car. I there you shirt, go. You yeah, know. there you go. Okay. <laughs> gonna embarrass her. <laughs> I'm sure you're not. All right, we're gonna pick another number, and um, I will let you, you go do. Ahead. All right, I'm no, gonna I'm gonna do 14. Can wow, you he sing? Just picked it. Wait a minute. You just did that like totally. Well, you I want, didn't freak out. Nothing. You just said fourteen. You just went that, to right a number. Uh, I wanted to know. It is for you. I know you. That's hard. For Can you, you sing? Uh, was no. my question. Nope. So you do I everything else, but singing. no singing. Yeah, but I know I've worked with some actors on set before, and they've taken lessons and they've learned how to sing. I mean, you can actually learn how to train your voice to sing. Right. I've just never done that. Okay. What about in the car? I mean, singing. I can sing my butt off in the car. Uh, yeah, we're, we yeah, are all stars. What about dancing? Is dancing, do you, have you, you danced? So I took, you know, I took dance growing up and loved it, and then I kind of stopped for a while, and I actually want to get back into it. There's you a lady a here. There's a lady here that I really like that she was, she's a news anchor, and um, she's just a beautiful, amazing, she's an actress as well, and she teaches a dance class for adults, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to come take your class because I, I really miss it. Oh, all right. That, wow. That, I would like to take a dance class because when oh, we go to – I would love to watch well, you take when a we dance get, class. Well, when we go to <laughs> – there's times when we go to improv festivals, uh-huh. and they have a party at the very end. And it's, I just wish I could just really make right. everybody gather around me and you go, know, whoa. It's, it's improv. Know. You know, I mean, dancing – you, you know. People are tired of the robot. Right? Well, no, they're tired of your <laughs> robot. Uh-huh, yeah. My robot is extremely appealing. Break okay? I'm just here the to you. Right? They're tired of your robot. But I, I would, I would like to do dancing just for those moments, just like when you know, we're at the party. Like, hey, you guys want to dance? Yeah, no problem. You know, kind of downplay it, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, people are like, you know, go, go, go. You know, circle yeah, you around. see, Craig, Craig <laughs> plays these things out in his head. Yeah. Like every time, and then like it, the, he, so he has an idea exactly how it's gonna go, uh, including with prop beer. He'll get a beer. He won't drink it. He, he'll just hold it as a prop, because that's oh, how know. it's supposed to be. Yeah, you know? everybody else will have one. So he's telling my buddy, "Hey, when you're done, we let me hold that, and I'll just walk around with it, because and I'm not drinking." <laughs> <laughs> but I felt like out of place by not at least holding one. So. Uh, welcome to my world, anyway. Anyways, all right, let's move on. Shall we? All right, uh, I'll do another one. Number six. Where Where is your happy? I'm so impressed. <laughs> well, I can tell that this. You know, the show does have to end at some point. Number six. Where is your happy place in your life or or career? Um, what would you say is your happy place when you're doing? When you're right in the middle of the camera and you're on, you're modeling, or when you're training, or you. When's that happy place? Um, I would say, of course, I love working in the jobs, but these workshops, um, they're fairly new. You know, I've only done a few of them, and I love it. Um, they're not just for kids. I've had, actually, one of my first workshops was all women in their 40s and 50s, and that uh, a modeling workshop. And oh. I loved it. It was so much fun to get them in front of a camera and have a fan blowing their hair and letting them see their images, and they were blown away and it was just so sweet and to see it and to see them see their uh, themselves in a, in a whole nother way and like build their confidence. I'm like, see, you can do this. I love it. So and I love your... helping kids too. And I yeah. want to help girls and kids, you know, 
the, and, and boys too that just help them go in the right direction so they don't get taken advantage of and, any, and anything like that. But, you know, I just wish I, I had somebody helping me when I was 19 years old and yeah. helping me show the ro- showing me the ropes because I didn't know what I was doing. And if I had somebody, you know, that's, so that's what I'm trying to do for these kids. It's like, you know, let me just point you in the right direction. And that's one of the things I hear a lot from moms is like, no, I don't want my, want my daughter to get into modeling because I don't want her to get into drugs and alcohol and this and that. And I'm like, you know what? It doesn't have to be like that. If your kid has a firm foundation and they know who they are and they don't have to go that route, it's not all like that. There's a lot of good in this business as well. Yeah, sure. And you can pick the path that you want to do. So right. you're going to you're going to cause them to miss out on an opportunity that where, where they can see the world and get paid to do it because you're scared and you, you can't. Right. It's not like that. Plus way too many carbs in the alcohol. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. You know what? Do it while you're young when you can eat french fries <laughs> and still look good. So no, no. <laughs> are there um, so those women that were in your class, are there jobs out there for their age? Absolutely. One of them got an agent. Yeah. Um, yeah. And. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I mean, need you to like lay you said, for this shoot. I need you to lay down and holler, "I've fallen and I can't get up." <laughs> I saw forties and fifties, well, Craig. Okay, she didn't say eighty-five. <laughs> but there well, is work at that age day. too, aren't there? Look, there's there's an always agent work. in Miami that posted an an audition on Instagram, and she's one of my favorite agents ever. Actually, I booked my first like feature-length film through her. But anyway, um, she posted one today looking for 65 to 75-year-old actors, and she posted the rate and whatever. And, oh. you know, this business is all over the place. You don't have to be 20. Yeah, correct. People age. Hope for you. It's normal. I know. And I usually get the lawyer and the politician rules. But know. that's okay. And, yes, it is. Know, like, <laughs> jobs change as you get older, and that's okay. Yeah. But these girls, one of the girls is in her 40s, and she got an agent. And um, yeah, totally like I normal. said, the the guy that I was just coaching that is uh, 60, you know, he's yeah. going to get an agent because a lot of people stop doing it. They're pursuing other things. And so there's less people in our category that are older. Well, so they competition less, right? All right. So we only yeah. got six more questions and as far as on this list, and then we may ramble a couple of before you go. Uh, so I'll just knock these out real fast. Uh, number See, f- number. He's f- got to get all the. He's got to get the. They don't have to, but I want to make sure. Number five. What hobbies do you have outside of your career? Eating. Really? <laughs> I love her honesty. Come on. I mean, seriously, that is an That's honest answer. Amy, I'm sure you golf, or you run, or you bicycle. I <laughs> no, I don't run. I don't bicycle. Okay. I. I might do yoga once a week. All right, I'm like say yoga. In class, maybe once a week. Um, let's see. I like to shop at Goodwills and thrift stores. Um, yeah, me too. I like to, sometimes I'll buy like furniture and paint it and then sell it. Okay. Um, I'm more into reading now and so stuff like that. All right. So reading, fixing up some old furniture and things yep. like that. Yoga. Okay. Yoga. Are, I do like yoga. Yoga is awesome. It's just really good for like stretching and just, hey, ah, I took, it's just relaxing. I took yoga. I did. Was, I did it three days a week, and I, I unfortunately I hurt something near my backside, but it got better, uh-huh. and I can do it again. And you're right. It's an amazing thing. I was like not really a yoga guy, and then I started taking it, and I realized I felt even though it was really hard, because I mean holding those 
little. It is those hard. things are hard. I mean, it and, is. And, I mean, I'm you know sitting there shaking, sweating. You know, like I didn't want to fall because everybody else looked like a statue, and I'm like, oh my god, you know. And then you get out of there, you're like, wow, why do I feel so good? You know, yeah, it's like that was really nice, even though I'm sore and it was hard to hold that one pose. And I, if I heard downward dog one more time, I was really going to get mad, you know, but like, like, yeah, I, but I did that. I did. I, so. It can be a little repetitious at times. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. No, but, not um, again. At the end of the day, at the end of the class, I'm like, oh, okay, I feel good. I feel good about myself. Yeah. There's good healthy. energy. <laughs> I know for sure. TV spokesman is a big thing for you. Modeling. Um, I guess my next one is, have you done some speaking roles in any shows or short films? TV shows. She's done films. Well, she's done commercials. Is commercials the main things? Uh, is there any films out there we didn't know about or a TV series that you did speaking roles in or are those mainly just commercials? Haven't done TV. I've had a couple auditions for Hallmark. Haven't booked those yet. Oh, you yet. do good in Hallmark. I would love to book one. We'll see. You'll get it. Um, Thank you. So, yeah, I did a, a feature-length film that's on Amazon. That's the one I did like 12 years ago. Um, that's on Amazon. But I just did two short films in Florida, actually. Okay. Um, one of them I did with a guy that I took an acting class with him 10 years ago. And he called me and was like, can you audition for this? I'm like, really? And he's like, yes. You know, I need wow. you to audition for Mary. And I'm like, okay. So I booked it in the film. I cannot wait to see it. Um, he's not done with it yet. And then another one here I found on Facebook. Um, they were shooting in Wilmington and didn't audition. I was just like, hey, I, I'm available. And he's like, okay, you're booked. See you tomorrow. You know, it's a paid job. And awesome. um, had a few few pages of dialogue. And the director was great. It was awesome. It was almost like having an acting coach on set because he told me exactly what he wanted. And to me, I like that. Yeah. And so it really helped me. It was almost like it's just an acting lesson. So, yeah, I'm going to start pursuing that more now that Hannah's going to be off to college and, you know, I'll have more time. I am going to look more into film and possibly TV. And what? that's all in Atlanta. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, Atlanta. What's the movie on Amazon that I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to go look up? Uh, it's called Blackwater. Oh, yeah, I saw that on your pictures. Yeah. And I was stalking your DVD pictures for this DVD interview. Cover. I saw Blackwater, yeah. So. Yeah. And you were, like, one of the main roles in it or uh, – uh, I mean, I'm on the cover of the DVD, so. I guess that would answer that question, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, There's so Blackwater, house. Amazon, everybody check That's that like out. That's like an action adventure, or is. Uh, sounds like. She sounds I looks don't know tough, what it was. it? was, you know what? It was four girls. Well, you know, the, the other girls were really good actors. That was the first time I had ever done anything like that. I had no clue what I was doing. When I showed up for the audition, I didn't even know we were supposed to have a certain page memorized. I had no idea. Whoa. And one of the girls had to hand me her script, and I'm holding the script during this dramatic scene, and I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing, and they booked me. Awesome. And they auditioned, like, hundreds of girls for that. And um, it was a blast. We shot that for months. Wow. Are you, getting a, are you getting demo reels? Are you getting from these short films so you can put them on one reel and start sending those out? do that I, yeah because tv and I, film hasn't been my focus oh, okay. i haven't really done that i tell everybody times. that i do that i need yeah. their footage and hopefully imdb he doesn't t he doesn't tell me that well i don't i don't do them now well I, the first thing i say is can i get footage so i can put it on my reel I, first thing a lot of times it's hard to get it it's very hard but if you can get, get the work. release on it you can sometimes pull it and you film it and craig would actually yeah, make you somebody a great it. agent he would you would make somebody a great agent really uh, he would happen 
let's say like your partner, I don't, I don't know, a guy you've known for a long time, maybe you wanted to help him out. I don't know. Well, we've had a Are good you time. To me? Uh, he was, yeah, he was just talking about me, <laughs> him being picked uh, up. I'm, t- I'm talking about. I'm, I'm just giving. I'm giving Craig a so, hard time because that's half the fun of the show. So, Amy, <laughs> where can people reach you for this workshop, for um, bookings, for hiring? Yeah. So I have a website. It's amysimon.tv, and then also my email is amysimontv at gmail.com. And I'm on Facebook and Instagram, Amy Simon TV. So that's where they can find me. And you'll be and on Amazon and short films and or might be a commercial at 11 I'm o'clock at IMDb. night. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you'll see me on an infomercial I shot 10 years ago. And I want to say, yeah, we know. we had the CEO of Fashion Space on here. So yes, if you go to fashionspace.com, it's supposed to be a new on-site website for models, makeup okay. artists, and you're supposed oh. to, and you're supposed to be able to hire and get hired through there. So check it out, fashionspace.com. I, I thought about you, um, and I think uh, the CEO has already liked your uh, advertisement that I did and stuff. So I thought that's a good connection. I may need to get you two to together because uh, she's been in the fashion business on this website. Uh, right, you can yeah, exactly. uh, hire models or makeup artists, or you can put yourself out there to be hired. So you have those options. So fashionspace.com. Like a Facebook. Yeah, uh, so check great. that out. That might be a good connection for you. So, okay. But uh, Amy Simon, everybody, is a lot of fun. And uh, we it's hope really to see you on a TV screen soon. Thank or you very much. Thank you very much, Amy. Appreciate your time. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Thank <laughs> okay, you. Thanks. See you, Bye. Amy. Bye. Bye-bye. Man, that was great, huh? Fantastic. Yeah, well, great interview. She, and Ron, we got to go because I know we've taken people up all this time. Uh, <laughs> are like, we got to go too. So they probably had to pause us and come back later. <laughs> but great, uh, Amy Simon, a lot of fun. And uh, folks can contact her or us if they need any further information at Ron and Craig Show at gmail dot com. But remember, just I'm, stay tuned, Ron and Craig Show.